What's going on? What's going on, good people? Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. Listen, uh, this is a pre-recording before the actual message because uh, what's coming up, man, is so, so good. And I definitely want to encourage you guys to, to listen to it. But uh, I have a special guest and I failed to properly introduce my special guest, as you're going to hear in the podcast, uh, my very own brother. Jacob Hart was is uh, a part of this podcast, and uh, it was so good having him on. Uh, but I failed to uh, just really emphasize how you can reach out and find him. He actually has a, a YouTube page called Words from the Heart with Jacob. Words from the Heart with Jacob on his uh, YouTube page where he is doing a lot of the same preaching and teaching uh, that you're getting ready to hear now. So if you want to reach out to him, uh, if you want to hear more from him, then you can certainly find him on YouTube. And we'll link his uh, information to get to his page uh, within the podcast notes. So be sure to check him out to uh, get some words from the heart. And I'm so excited to have him uh, on our podcast today. So be sure to tune in and listen uh, to all the information that follows. I'm sure it'll bless you real, real good. What's going on? What's going on, good people? Pastor Lamarcus here with another episode of On Your Mark. And man, look, I'm so excited to be coming to you guys today because I have a special guest. I have my little brother in life, but who I call my big brother in preaching Christ. He has he accepted his call to preach um, before I did. And it was always so just so cool being in the ministry and doing things uh, with him. He and I were uh, in the same pulpit. Uh, for some time. So uh, just excited to have my brother Jacob Hart here with us today. Minister Reverend uh, Jacob Hart, excited to have him. What say you, man? Reach out to the people. Just so excited and honored to be here. And it's certainly an honor to be here with the pastor, LaMarcus Branson. And obviously the the relationship or the, the blood ties, it's, it's, it's very special to have uh, the time we've had together and to be sharing this moment. Yeah, man, that's so cool. That's so cool. I'm so glad when he came in town, I was like, man, we got to we got to hop on a podcast together, especially especially because uh, I'm in the middle of teaching on faith. We're in the middle of this series called Mountain Movers. And uh, man, just been uh, just so to give you some background, we've been talking about what it means to uh, have faith that moves mountains. And we've been we've been talking for a while and what we've been finding out that is is that oftentimes it's not the mountains we see uh it's the mountain that's within us that's causing us to change our mind from from what god says so we've been talking about things like making sure that we don't go on what we see we go on what god said and how oftentimes uh god doesn't move the mountain in the sense that the situation is completely changed or rearranged he moves the mountain in the sense that he gets us over the mountain to the other side so despite what the obstacle was God still blesses us and gives us everything that he's called us to have. And it's our faith, maintaining our faith that allows us to get to that point. So uh, I thought you would be just particularly good uh, to speak to this this area, just because I've always looked at you uh, as a guy that has tremendous faith. When I was when I've been in difficult situations or circumstances, I'd always oftentimes call you call you and be like, hey, man, pray for me because uh, I know your faith is strong. I know you believe the Lord and you have some some things that you've dealt with within your life that I think would be. Uh, very relevant to this whole discussion on faith. So um, before you dive into, because I, I definitely want you to share uh, the things that, that the issue with your wife, you and your wife and um, the, the situation y'all were in with rent. I definitely want you to share that. Maybe talk about uh, your son. But before that, just just give us a little bit on your idea, your your mentality as it, as it relates to faith. Yeah, actually, I agree with pastor, uh, brother pastor. I guess I should say. <laughs> That's right. 
I agree with Brother Pastor very much. I agree that faith is often God working out something within us. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> was dealing with this myself personally. And one of the questions that, that I was asking was, how do you see God? How do you feel about him? Like, what have you rehearsed in yourself um, about God? And so I agree with him by saying, <clears throat> it is that area within you. I would say really one of the first things about faith is, you know, the Bible says, you know, if, if one comes to God, then one must believe God exists. That's right. And so from that, what is your perspective about God? Do you really believe that there is this being, this entity uh, that is out there that can do things beyond what we can do? And and so when you look at him from that perspective, I think it's also significant to make sure we are considering, hey, am I sort of putting him in boxes that I expect to put other people in or normal or natural boxes, things that I can understand? That's and good. I think Pastor Lamarcus touched on this. So basically so to give you an example, oh, man, you know, hey, I'm expecting God to bless me this way. I need fifty dollars. I'm expecting God to do it in a check. And so we just have these, or bless me with the car. So we just have these mindsets of how he's going to work. So I think one of the most important things is, is to realize that God is distinct from us. That's right. That's good. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't, don't let me stop. You. Yeah. You that, do it. that, that God is different and that God, if God is going to work in our lives, then we must be open to often see oftentimes, Hey, Expecting to see in something different that I am not used to. As a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> the Bible uses this term oftentimes. The Bible says like when Jesus was preaching the gospel, people were amazed. Uh, there's this text in Acts where um, one of the deacons goes down and preaches and it talks about Simon and the people were amazed uh, uh, in 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 Acts. When the Holy Ghost shows up, there's this terminology about amazement. And so this term, when you look at it, it's really it's talking about how something goes beyond our frame of reference. Like I've seen some amazing things. I've seen Michael Jordan do some amazing things. But now I'm seeing something or experiencing something that I have no frame of reference for. I can't calculate this. I, I can't say how a blind man receives his sight. And so it is God's activity going beyond uh, what we have, what we know, and what we have frame of reference for, our expectations. I would say that is the one of the first things that's significant into in stepping into faith. Man, that's so good. You know, I got to clip my, 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 my phrases. It is... God's activity going beyond our reference. Oh, that's so good. Golly, man. That's 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 fantastic right there. So so in other words, people of God, you got to hear this. In other words, if it's something you have a reference point for, if it's something that wow. that you can see, if it's something that you can expect, then you already know God going to do it different than that. Wow. That's, and that's and the, good. yeah, the way that's I used good. to say it, the way I used to say it is like this. You make your plans, write them down, then throw them in the trash cuz however you think he going to do it, yeah. he's going to do it different and it's going to be better. It is God's activity going beyond our reference point. Man, that's fantastic. That's that's some good stuff. That's good stuff. So 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 talk to, to us a little bit, man, just because I, I'm always amazed at uh your level of faith and 
and just seeing how God has worked in your life and some of the things that he's done. It's, it's been a blessing to me and my family. Um, and, and I've even shared the testimony, your testimony that you shared at our church before uh, as it relates to uh, giving and tithing and, and the situation you and your family were, were in. Um, that's a that's a faith situation right there, man. And, and I, I think that it would be a blessing if if the people heard from you. Uh, just your story and, and how you utilize your faith during those difficult times. Yes. Yeah, so it was it was a time where my wife and I were both uh, finishing school. She was doing grad school. She was uh, studying medicine and I had, was finishing up business school. Uh, we were in the situation where both of our income streams uh, were depleted they they basically they were just basically stopped and ended and so when this happened i was feverishly you know looking for other opportunities looking for jobs i mean i was applying at everything you know i had finished with my degree so i was applying for those types of jobs but then i had the mentality hey you know what god i want to make sure that i'm not thinking too highly of myself and so i was applying at burger king grocery stores movie stores i was applying as much as you can like hey god got to get these bills paid and so Actually, several months had went by uh, while this was going on. And throughout these months, my wife and I were living in an apartment. We were began to receive uh, eviction letters. And so we received one the first month and then we received one the second month. And then we received one the third month. It was like, OK, like it's, it's for real now. And I remember um, going to speak with like the collections lady at our apartment. And I remember going to speak with her and say, listen. I just landed a job. We've been looking, ma'am, if you give me just two more weeks, I know it's been three months and you know, we're on our third eviction letter. This one is serious. If you give me two more weeks, I will be able to, uh, I'll be able to take care of this. Um, now, so when I started working, I was hopeful. I didn't give them tax information. I was hopeful, um, that taxes would not be taken out of my check. That way I could pay for my tithe. And I could pay for my rent um, around this time. So, like I said, we were three months behind on things. So we were getting the eviction letters. Well, once you get three months behind on your cars, we're not really talking anymore. And so one day I'm on my way to work. My wife calls me in tears and says, baby, they're coming to get the cars. And I said to her, I said, babe, well, I said, babe, OK. I said, we'll just we'll we'll meet them and I'll, I'll see if I can talk to them and we'll do what we can. I remember speaking with um, the lady who's saying they're coming to get our cars. I was like, ma'am, is there anything we can do? Someone we can speak with the bank. She said, that is not my department. I only get requests to pick somebody up, <laughs> you know, to send people to. If it can be stopped, somebody from the bank has. I have nothing to do with that. I'm just informing you. I said and I told her, I said, well, ma'am. I said, our cars are under a garage. If you let me know when you get here, I'll make sure I pull them out so you don't have to do anything weird and scratch them up in case. Basically, I was like, you know, if God want to give them back. So the person was supposed to show up that day. I guess they had too many picks up. They did not show up. Um, and I continued to work uh, like normal. So at the at the end of this two week period. We I get my check. I get my check and I'm like, they took taxes out. And so 
it was at this moment when I look at my wife and I'm like, hey, honey, we we have a decision to make. Um, if we we can't pay for rent and we can't pay our tithes and we're already on this last rope. And I remember looking at my wife and my wife was like, babe, we were just discussing it. She was like, babe, God, I always know he knows our heart. We had missed tithe in like 10 years. God knows we'll pay this back. And so I thought about what she said and the scripture came to mind where the Bible says that in the Old Testament, the Bible says, will a man rob God? And he says, you have robbed me in tithes and offering. Now, I certainly believe that we're in the New Testament now. And so there's a lot of different um, considerations and and thoughts about tithing. I'm, I'm personally more on the grace giving. So I didn't look at it as 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 rigid as hey this has to be done or i'm going to be under a curse i wasn't looking at it from that standpoint but i told my wife there's a principle there and what i said to her i said since the bible says will a man rob god the bible is implying to me that the tithe does not belong to me Mm. and so it became clear to me that the discourse that we were having at that moment was not my right i didn't have the right to discuss what i was going to be doing with someone else's property. Mm. And it was from that perspective from which I said, Hey honey, we're going to pay our tithe." And I remember having this moment with my wife, um, at the church we attended, they had, excuse me. No, no, it's good, man. It's good. Take your time. They had brochures where, Brochures. If you didn't have housing, yeah, brochures. If you didn't have housing, and so I'm sitting there, I'm going through this. We're gonna pay our tithe. I'm like, what move am I gonna make them? So I was like, okay, we're gonna take advantage of that. And uh, and I was like, and then we're leaving in Cleveland now. And so the enemy was like, Jacob, they coming to get your cars, <laughs> and you getting evicted. <laughs> you gonna die? Like you gonna freeze? Um, and so I still just remember having that thought and I just, I also remembered my conviction and I just remember telling my wife, I said, honey, I said, there's not a thing that I have that I didn't pray for. There's not a, it's not a thing that I own that God didn't help me get. And I said to her, I got none of this stuff without him. I will put none of it before him. And I said, regardless of what happens, I hope my last moment, even if it gets to that point, is praising God because he's the only reason I got this far. And so at this moment, I decided to go down and talk to the lady. And I had this conversation with her and I said, ma'am, I know I talked to you. And I was. And I explained to you and I said, I would be able to pay. I said, ma'am, that is on me. I made a mistake. I miscalculated. I said I was not truthful. I didn't mean to be untruthful, but it's on me. And I apologize. I said, I cannot pay my rent. I said, ma'am, I can pay you this much. And the woman looked at me and said, okay. And I'm like, okay, I got eviction letters. Uh, I need more detail than that. That's what I'm thinking. And so I'm waiting for more. And so I simply said back to her, I said, okay. She looked at me and said, 
okay, just give me what you have. And when you can pay the rest, pay the rest. We ended up getting on the phone um, with um, the, the owners of our vehicles where we paid our our monthly payments. We had two cars. One was about 250. The other one was a little more than 400. We were paying about $700 a month on those vehicles. We ended up speaking with like the vice president. So we end up getting on the phone. We speak with someone before him. We tell him, ma'am, somebody's coming to get our cars. They didn't show up yesterday. We wanted to know, is there anything that we could do? And she was like, you have to talk to Joe. Shout out, Joe, if you're listening. Uh, so we end up speaking to Joe and we talked to Joe and I'm like, hey, Joe, listen, man, just started working. We were out of work for a while. And I was like, um, we hadn't been able to pay our car. And I was telling him, if you give me enough time, Joe was like, let me pull this up and look. Joe pulls up our cars. And while he's typing, he says, wow. Y'all had these cars for a while. I said, yes, sir. He said, y'all paid a lot on these cars. I said, yes, sir. He said, I, you probably like to keep them, huh? I said, yes, sir. Joe did some work and Joe came back to me and said, Jacob, what if I get your payments down? 125 to this car and 250 on the other one. Or um, it was it was uh, 200 on the other car and you're going to pay a total of 325. So less than half what you're paying now. I said, Joe, man, that'd be really helpful. Joe then says, though Jen says, okay, Jacob, 325, when can you make this payment? I said, Joe, listen, if you just give me two weeks. I said, I'll get paid, Joe, if you, just, if you can just give me two weeks. I thank you so much for helping with me, but if you just give me two weeks, I'll pay your money. Joe said these words. He said, no, Jacob, don't worry about it. Things have probably been hard enough on you. Just pay me. He said, I'll take care of this month. You just pay next month. And I said, thank you, Joe. Appreciate that a whole lot. Right at that moment, stuff began to flood me. I remember the scripture in the New Testament, I believe it's in Corinthians. And the Bible says, if you give generously, God will make all grace abound to you. I sat there and all these months I was like, God, I need money. God, I need a job. God, I need. I kept saying, God, I need money. I never got money. I got favor and I got time. So God showed up for me in a way that. I wasn't expecting. I did had no frame of reference for. And God completely, I, man, I, I could I could go on. I think in a couple of months, both of those cars were completely paid off. So a, a week later, <laughs> I, I pay my tie literally five days later. My wife was applying for a job where she would be making thirteen dollars an hour. She ended up getting called for a job where she would make north of six figures. Listen to me. I, I'm not making this up. I can prove it to you. <laughs> we were literally at one point trying to get our cars taken. This car came with a company car. They dropped it off. We would not be paying for gas. Since we had the company car, they said, hey, you can use it for personal use. We took the other car, sold it, put a check in the bank for five grand, took the other car home. <laughs> 
I be paid them completely off. We were in Puerto Rico a few months later. Like I could just go on from this story and how God changed things. Man, look, let me, let me tell you that that is that's just I always I, and I've heard it. I've heard it before. Um, but it's just so inspiring because the thing you said that, that, that really hit me and stood out to me, because I want to be, I want to be careful here. I, I want to make sure that the people who are listening understand something that wasn't a tithing testimony. That was a faith testimony. It, it, it involved giving, but, but really, and, and what he said that really stood out was he grabbed a hold of a principle. He grabbed a hold of the principle and because he grabbed a hold of the principle, God took that principle and began to pour out in his life like never before. Listen, you, you went from people coming to get your car to somebody dropping off a car. <laughs> you, 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 went, you went from, from, some, from owing somebody wow. money on a car to that same car putting money in your bank account. Like you went from looking at jobs where you were thirteen dollars an hour to six figure job. I mean, and it all. It, I, I, and this is what I need you guys to see. It's the pivot point. The yes. pivot point was the faith. That's what. That's what teetered thing from things from one side to the other side. Go go. Go ahead. Go ahead. It look like you're about to say something. I, I man, I was I was just loving what you were saying. Um, I the only thing that I could add is. Some people have heard this story. And for me, some people I feel like have been like, wow, man, Jacob, how did you have such faith? And for me, it was like faith in a different from a different angle. For me, it, it was almost a faith that led to devotion. And so what I mean was I wasn't sitting there thinking, I know God is going to work this out. I know he's able. I know he's going to do a miracle. That's not what sustained me. It was more of the devotion we see with the Hebrew boys when they said, if it, even if he doesn't deliver me, I still will not bow down. It came from that place because what I said to my wife, I, I said, honey, I was like, I don't want to call any elders and I don't want to call any leaders. The Bible says I should listen to my leaders. And I said, one of my elders might say, Jacob, pay your tithe. Don't get put out. And I told her, I said, I would have a problem with that. I said, my elders went there with me, went there for me when things got bad. And so it was from a faith of, I know how much help I had. I know how far God had brought me. And I knew that he was the one that made me able to have the things that I had. And just from that, I could not put something that was less good, that was not better than him before him. I couldn't do it. Yeah, oh, man, that's that's so good. So, so, so in other words, the, the faith then, the faith then is more about the relationship with God than what God can do for you. And and I yes. think I think sometimes, man, and and I love that you said that because I think sometimes we think the faith is for the stuff. Yes. No, the faith is for God. It's for the relationship. It's to say, no, God, I want you more. Then this yes. stuff, I, I'm choosing you over this stuff. And if whatever it means, it means if it means yes. I lack this, if it means I don't get that, if it means things get a little bit more difficult, yes. then 
so be it. I, I'm more interested in you. I in you. I know enough about you. I, I trust you. My faith is in you. That however this thing work out, if at the end of the day, however it works out, I find myself with you, then I find myself in the best possible position. Yes. Uh, man, that's so Woo. good. That's so good, man. Uh, and and I and I love that because. Um, frankly, frankly, that has been, that has been so beneficial to me because I got to, I got to watch that. And, and obviously as a, as a brother, I didn't understand everything that was going on at the time, but just watching you and your wife and and seeing how things, uh, kind of came about as a result of you guys, frankly, let's just be honest, choosing God over your own comfort. And I think that's where we, we sometimes miss it. We, we want God for our comfort instead of choosing God over our comfort. Uh, and just watching how God brought y'all through that and watching um, how he maneuvers in your in your on your behalf. I think it also speaks to a lot of other things that you that you guys have have, have dealt with. When you go through something like that and you choose God and you realize how much how, how much better it is with him. And then the, the, the result of the outpouring is how he show up again in ways that you wouldn't have thought. You're thinking I need money and God's like, no, no, you just need my hand on your life. You just need my favor. You just need, I I can deal with all that other stuff. So, um, it makes it, it makes you more, more able, if I could say it to, to face the other mountains that might be coming. It makes you more strengthened to deal with the other things. So, um, man, I want to, I want to, I want to sum up. I want to, I want to go ahead and and sum up and, and end this particular podcast. It's been so good. Um, but, but the thing, the thing that, that really stands out, I, I mentioned it again is, is God's activity going beyond our perception and what we yes. think I, I, he can do it different and, yes. and we'll do it different yes. than we think. But the other thing is letting your faith push you, prompt you, secure you in him to choose him yes. over the stuff. I, that, that's what, that's the essence of faith. You, you said it, you got to believe that he is. And if you believe that he is, how can you choose something else over the all-powerful ruler of the universe? Oh man, that's so good. The testimony is, is so good. I listen, I've heard it multiple times, and I, I still can't hear it without getting goosebumps because I, I I I man, I love the Lord. I know how much you love the Lord. And your faith has always been uh an inspiration uh to me and, and it's benefited me and my family. I can't thank you enough for, for sharing. Uh, I'll turn the floor over to you for for any any last words you want to share before we end the podcast. I, I think this is why I love my brother, man. God is so good to put another spirit filled individual, man. He just he, he he's like a ping pong. He just man, he says something catches me on fire. I wanted to say this last thing. He said choosing God over comfort. And I just wanted to say there may be someone out there listening to this. I wanted to say this to you. We hear it in Psalms. You cannot know that God is a strong tower. You cannot really, unless you find yourself a man of war outside of the facilities of having the benefits of a strong tower and God and God show up for you and do do the structure, the security, the safety of a strong tower for you without having one. You cannot know that. Unless you're in that position and you don't have what you need and God becomes precisely what you need. You cannot know he's a comfort unless you're in a discomfortable position and God provides that comfort. Mm. 
man, that's so good. Man, this has been fantastic. I've enjoyed every moment of it and 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 frankly want more. Um, but we'll leave it there for now, man. Again, I'm so excited to have uh, my brother, uh, my little brother in life, my big brother in preaching Christ with us on the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you with us. Be sure that you like, share, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Let folks know, man, so that it can be a blessing to them. And I can't wait till we get together next time to get on our mark together. Again, this has been On Your Mark with Pastor LaMarcus and the, the minister, the Reverend Jacob Hart. So excited to have him with us today. Can't wait until we get together next time. Until then, God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.